Hey everyone, welcome to the Sneaker History Podcast, where we dive into the people, stories, and iconic moments that have helped make sneakers a global phenomenon. If you've ever told someone that you like their kicks, then you're in the right place. Before we lace up this episode, here's a little teaser for you. Stick around to the end of each episode for the last shot question. It's a chance to test your sneaker knowledge and engage with our community. I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com slash newsletter for a weekly deep dive into the biggest topics in the sneaker business. All right, now that the business is taken care of, grab your favorite pair of kicks and let's get started with the episode. Jordan trying to shake off starts. Oh, what a Against Gill, the crowd on its feet. Allen for the win! To the Sneaker History Podcast. What up, what up? Welcome back to the Sneaker History Podcast. My name's Nick. I got my guy Mike Guillory here with me to talk some kicks. What's good, Mike? How you been, man? All good, man. You guys missed the most insightful conversation that we didn't put support (laughs) on, but... You can just imagine, I guess. <laughs> yeah. If you were, if you've been listening to the show since we did the pre-roll episodes way back in the day, uh, we just had, I mean, honestly, we just had about an hour pre-roll conversation. So um, <laughs> maybe we need to get back to that. You know, do all the like, leave a comment, review YouTube, you know, all those things that you need to do to get us to like, see that you want that to happen. Maybe we'll make that happen. But I don't know, man. It's, I feel like it's been a while since I've been on. I've had so many different sicknesses and life things happen so it's just good to be back like a normal gonna do a little rocking and copping gonna talk about some like normal sneaker things happening it's gonna be a fun little episode um but i'm i'm actually looking forward to seeing what you got what your pickup is so i'm gonna i'm gonna let you get yeah. us started cool 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 yeah so of course we gotta go to rocking first and rocking's gonna be my series player only, uh, player one plus. Shout out to the team out there. They sent me this pair. Uh, it's their newest model that's dropping here in a couple of days. But all I'll tell you is that if you're sick of taking those Nike L's for those Pro Tros from Kobe's, take a look because this is literally like the evolution of like a Kobe 8 or Kobe 11. Super nice shoe, plays on court, super awesome. And they're an awesome brand to work with. They just, they listen to their consumer and keep changing their product to make it make sense for everybody playing it. So kudos to them. Uh, but my cop is something that's going to be around our conversation today, but this is going to be the ES22, the uh, Emmett Smith signature sneaker that has only retro now for the second time since 2012. And you don't see this often. And Reebok, they sent kind of sent this pair over. And I think they're really digging into their archives now since they've moved away from Adidas or, you know, they're not owned by Adidas anymore. They've been able to really dig into their archives now. We've been noticing that this year. And stuff like this, people have been asking for. And it's really cool that they're going back and be able to pull that stuff and really do their own thing now since they're not, you know, kind of being micromanaged by the three stripes. Yeah. I mean, I, I, as a 49er fan, I can't say anything good about that shoe technically, but you know, (laughs) not the color at least. (laughs) It's definitely, it's definitely a great shoe. Um, I, uh, I would definitely not mind having one of those. Uh, That color is, that color is like the iconic color though. Right. I mean, Like, look, he 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 ate up defenses in those, so can't be mad at it. So, right? Um, I'm I'm kind of on the same I'm kind of on the same page as you as far as the rocking and copping. So, 
The Rockin'. I went, uh, well, an old Barry Sanders. Oh, this nice. is a, this is a retro Michael Schumacher colorway. Uh, so this is a shout out to the Exhaust Notes podcast, Row It and Todd. Um, this is a Zoom Turf. Uh, I think this one's like 2014. Yeah, I remember the retro of those again. They were heavy in like between like 2010 and like 2015, 16. Yeah. There's some good retros of like those turf shoes. Yeah. I mean, I have, so I have like the original, like on the originals, you know, like the Barry Sanders had the Barry Sanders autograph on certain mm-hmm. ones. The Schumacher yeah. had Schumacher's autograph on there. I have those, but they obviously are like crumbled and sticky and all that fun stuff. Yeah. But, um, wore those. And then, uh, this, I just actually picked up. This is not my size, but we'll probably give it away Ooh. in the discord. Um, the trainer SC, AKA, mm-hmm. or I should say previously known as the trainer SC three, uh, the Auburn joints. These were at, a uh, Ross. I knew no, you were going to Mar- say Marshall's. that. These were <laughs> at Marshall's for, uh, $39. So I couldn't pass them up. Um, I can't fit them, but we'll find somebody that can, and maybe we can, maybe I can trade for a size 13. <laughs> That's a good pickup. I mean, even like I say, uh, it's just hard to pass that kind of stuff up when it's sitting around. Like I can't wear it, but God dang it. Either I can take the insole out or put an extra pair of socks on. Yeah. I mean, and classic like Nike retro stuff, any retro mm-hmm. stuff that like I have memories with, right? Like mm-hmm. we're going to get into some of these football shoes, but like, if they're sitting for 40 or 50 bucks at a store, like I'm, I'm such a sucker for it. You know, like it's so yep. hard for me to pass it up in like the, especially if it's like an OG colorway that I like, I just, yeah, ah, I don't know. It's All just right. an addiction, man. <laughs> I'm right there too, man. Performance shoes. Get me. I know everyone's about there. Jordan ones and dunks and stuff. I like those of course, but I think we talked, we talked about that. I'm just a sucker for just performance shoes. That's what got me into sneakers. Like Jordan's like, when Jordan was playing, getting Jordan's actually being able to like, oh, this is what this is for. It's a, now it's just like, I love that kind of stuff to just the different design language, what they're meant for. It will always forever keep me in the sneakers because of that. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Well, as you can probably tell, we're going to talk about some NFL sneakers on this episode and we're going to, we're going to cheat a little bit. We're going to use one of the complex sneakers lists, one of the more recent ones, I guess, because it's 2019. I know that Brandon Edler and Russ Bankston and I did a list years and years, years ago, but um, I know with all these mergers with complex, it's a little bit hard to find the old stuff. And now that soul collector redirects to complex sneakers, who knows (laughs) how many of those old, old stories you're going to be able to find, but um, this one's written anymore. Yeah. There's no pictures on most of them. Yeah. So um, this one was written by Mike DiStefano. Um, and basically it starts starts just with the history of NFL signature sneakers. I think uh, there's there's a ton on this list. I don't know if we're going to get through all of them, but there's also a lot of interesting things that happen with NFL sneakers that aren't a part of this conversation because, you know, things change and things get brushed under the rug. So we got a lot to talk about, but <laughs> I figured uh, I figured I'd, I'd just start off by asking you when you think of like an NFL shoe. What's the first shoe that comes to mind for you? Uh, well, Air Trainer. Trainer, one, yeah. Yeah, Air Trainer, Bo Jackson's immediately. Uh, that one and the Revis, which is a shoe I never had, always wanted. Always like, oh, I get it when it goes in an outlet. Kept going. It's just like, it can get lower. Should have bought it because I didn't know that we we're going to just never make them again. But those are two that I always think of. Yeah, the Revis is definitely one of my one of my favorites. Um, 
I have the uh, I I have the Soul Collector that was like done like in the Dion color, the 49ers colors, and yeah, you know, I don't know, man. I when stuff like this comes up and we start talking about, it, I'm just like, damn, I was just like lucky to be a nerd about sneakers at the right time, <laughs> work, work my ass off, and get put in a place where I could get connected to all this whole industry and work for all these so different awesome. companies. But um, yeah, the Reva shoe is, is super underrated in my opinion. Like it was hot for such a short time and then it was like gone. So like people completely forget about it and mm-hmm. man, super awesome shoe. But yeah. Dude. Uh, so the list that we're going to look off of, you know, we'll put it linked in the description, <laughs> wherever you're watching or listening to this, but starts off with kind of one of the more iconic players i would say to ever play the game with the kangaroos of walter payton and uh shout out to mlp i haven't seen him uh i haven't seen him in the discord but he was he was tagging me on twitter today and um i would say the most i i don't know if prolific is the right word but (laughs) i think of like the most prolific chicago sports fan that's who comes to mind he probably knows all sorts of stuff about this shoe and probably has a connection and a story to it. Cause that guy has so many great stories. Um, he has I'll, one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or, or like, you know, has a picture of him wearing them with Walter Payton or something. But, uh, this is definitely one of those shoes that like kind of first, it first stood out to me because you didn't really think of football players in shoes when I was a kid, right? This yeah. is probably like 84, 85 or something. And mm-hmm. I can't remember if it was the kangaroos or the pony because he wore ponies like the following year or a year or two later. But he's in a one of the ads. He's in a standing in front of a Lamborghini Countach. And like as a kid in the 80s, that's like the the poster on the wall for everybody. Right. It's like sure. some sort of Lamborghini Countach poster. So like this kind of connected like the wow factor of what was on the wall and what you saw in a game for me for the very first time. So yeah. um, definitely a super important shoe. And honestly, like, I, I think that, uh, you know, I think that like the struggle with football in that era, especially is that you never got to see people without their helmet on. Yeah. With the exception of guys like Walter Payton, because you got to see him with the headband on and everybody remembers that. But like all the other players, it was so rare that you got a good shot of them, right? Because mm-hmm. the camera sucked in the 80s. Nowadays, like we could tell eye colors, even if you got tinted, you know, vision <laughs> visors on your on your helmet, you know, it's like so good. But like back then, it was like it was almost like he was like kind of the first face of like, the game almost. Yeah, to like really represent the game as an athlete yeah. to me. So um, yeah. I don't know. Like it was just such a, a such a crazy time, and you know, this is definitely, yeah. honestly, like a a bucket list weird shoe for me too. Like if I could get a <laughs> pair of those originals, I would love to just have them just to say I have them. That's crazy. So it's funny because this is eighty five. I'm looking at this shoe like it's just beat to mess. Like I mean, clearly it is, but it's funny. So my my grandfather, uh, my dad's dad, he uh, he played in the NFL in the sixties. So there was no oh. picture of the faces then, and there was no training. It was all cleats. Um, so it's crazy how they started transition. I mean, it's only about a 20-year difference. I think he got out the league like 68, 69. I can't remember what my dad had told me. But, 
it's crazy how they start just 20 years later. We went from just these straight up by these hard cleats to now we're going to move into these turf trainers, which to me, it still blows my mind. I know we've gotten to more aerodynamic, a lot of lighter materials, but blows my mind that these aren't on the field. So I know they moved around away from turf. If I'm not mistaken, there's no more turf fields. Is that correct? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. We're past it. Yeah. But it's just like, man, like the, if you couldn't see their faces, like that gave them personality because this room had a pocket on it still. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> what do you put in the pocket of a, his cleat or his shoe? Like, oh, let me hold on. Let me put my mouthpiece in here real fast. Like, yeah. it's crazy because it, even for the game, like you said, you couldn't, you could never see their faces. He's probably the only person you really saw or recognized. His shoe gave him even more personality. Like, oh, I know kangaroos. Even though I don't have those, I have mine, the pocket. Yeah. So it's really cool that they still made sure to integrate their personality with their brand on something that was going to be on the field on Sunday. Yeah. Yep. It, it was really like more of like the first. I, I use this term lovingly, but like the first gimmicky thing, right? Like we yeah. all love gimmicky things, you know, mm-hmm. like an air bubble is absolutely gimmicky. A visible air bubble is even more gimmicky. Like to the next level. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, it's one of those things where it's like, it connects things in a way that you don't really think about until you start thinking about like how this evolved. Mm-hmm. And the other thing about turf shoes is, you know, like I was showing like the, the, you know, the, the, the bottoms of a lot of these turf shoes look exactly like the, the Barry Sanders shoe, right? Like the yeah. zoom turf. But like back in the eighties, these guys were playing basically on concrete with AstroTurf on top of it, like <laughs> very little padding it is wild to me that they survived, you know, like playing not only in like these archaic shoes, but like on that kind of, you know, concrete. I would have retired for the first game. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I get, my bones ache just thinking about it. My knees started hurt for some reason. Like, ah. yeah. <laughs> yep. But, but you know, like it quickly evolved, right? So the next yeah. next one we want to talk about is a little out of order, but uh, the Air Trainer Three, the Air Trainer SC, however you want to look at that. Basically, what you're thinking about when we're talking about this shoe is the Medicine Ball Trainer, yeah. The the Bonos ads, yeah. the like kind of Nike. The Nikeification of sp- of like the sports, <laughs> right? It was just like okay, now it's all about marketing. Now it's all about you know these connections to real world experiences that people might yeah. have, right? And that shoe still is is on my bucket list as well. Unfortunately, I never picked them up. The Medicine Ball Trainer Threes. Uh, so. You know what's crazy? Look at this shoe. So 1988 was the Air Trainer Three. The first shoe we looked at was 85. Three years, they made that much of a jump in, I mean, technology. Uh, it's wild because the Air Trader 3 still holds up to today. Uh, one of my yeah. favorite shoes, even though it's not the most comfortable shoe on foot. Uh, Air Trader 1 was definitely more comfortable and dual purpose as a tennis sneaker as well. So I love that. Um, but the Air Trader 3, I actually have a pair. I'm going to make you sad because I actually did have medicine balls the last time they released. And I remember bringing them back to the store because I'm like, I can't do this. It hurt. Um, but my dumb self, I got intrigued. The Biotech colorway came out. I found a pair yep. for retail. I bought them. So they're sitting in my closet right now. Gotten probably three wears in them because they hurt so bad, but they just look so dope. Yeah. Yep. I mean, in that evolution from like 85 to 88, 89 was like, you know, it, there was all those like random field general and like, mm-hmm. you know, the, uh, I forget what the one, the, I'm drawing a blank, but there was a Nike like coach's shoe that came out during that time that was like mm. an official coach's shoe that was basically <laughs> like a low top turf shoe. The monarchies. Um, I know. 
<laughs> no, it's just super simple, right? It's like, think about like the, you know, like a, if you took like a, a Nike runner from the eighties, mid eighties and just threw a yeah. turf, a flat turf bottom on it. Um, gotcha. Okay. I, Field general is not the right. There's another. There's another one that's out there. But I know what you're talking about because I think that's what I think. Union is supposed to be bringing one of those suckers back. Really? Soon. I think so. That's crazy. The, yeah. And so yeah, it's. I'm like I don't know if anybody wants that, but hey. Yeah. I'm here. I'm here for it. I guess. Yep. Yeah. On that note, let's move on to the next one. I guess, huh? Um, <laughs> uh, trainer SC2. This is a. Uh, this is one of those like kind of iconic shoes that took a long time to come back as a retro. Yeah. And uh, I am not organized enough to where, know where mine are, but they are in a box in storage. I definitely have the, uh, what was the, the infrared ish colorway. And then the mm. uh, Citroen. Colorway. Right. I knew you, were gonna, <laughs> you had to yeah. have that one. Yep. I remember when, uh, I remember when I worked at champs, that was a very, popular shoe when people would come in looking for that one and i feel like that one and the next one we're going to talk about we're always out together like for some reason i feel like they were always released really close to each other so we were sitting on the shelf next to each other a lot of the time uh not one i ever bought i wasn't a i honestly wasn't a fan of the collar on that one's like the extra neoprene yeah. collar like was a big yep. fan of that i think where they kept it kind of like that three-quarter cut uh where you can see where you actually the sock liner i like that a little bit better um but still iconic nonetheless yeah, so for me, like the the strap, I just always wanted a, a strap on it somehow. Like, <laughs> so like everyone so wants like the, Yeah, the the original SC, which is now the Trainer Three, and then the SC Two, like those were both like the two that I really wanted as a kid. And then like the other one you're talking about, you know, like kind of the the Trainer, the the shoe that we know as the Trainer SC now, mm-hmm. which was technically the Trainer SC Three originally is like the Bo Jackson Auburn, you know, yeah. kind of purple and, uh, or purple and orange and white and gray. And, um, I actually had for the longest time, an original pair of, again, infrared, like I'm obsessed with infrared if you didn't know that, <laughs> but, uh, it, it crumbled on me probably like 2010 or so. And, uh, I just had to let it go. But, <laughs> Uh, it's hard to let them. I mean, sometimes you just want to leave them in boxes all crumbled is here. You just put you back in there. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the only that was one of the shoes. This is before I knew Mario, but uh, th- that was one of the shoes I let go to. I let a couple of pairs go to somebody who was going to try to restore them yeah. and uh, put new soles on them. But not somebody I kept in touch with. I mean, maybe they listened to the show and remember, but. Give Nick his shoes back. <laughs> <laughs> just tell me you're wearing them. You know, just tell me you actually swapped the sole and are wearing them, and I'd be happy. But uh. <laughs> oh, so man. next one, next one on the list is a uh, is a uh, Air Trainer One, or sorry, Air Trainer Max Ninety One, which is the Crossfoot strap. Again, getting right into the heart of of Nick Engvall in high school with the air raids and yes, they raids. <laughs> yeah, the everything with straps was like on my radar. So um, <laughs> this is a good one. But the the weird thing about this shoe, it's retroed a bunch of times. I don't remember seeing anybody wear this shoe in the NFL. It's a Bo Jackson shoe, obviously. Yeah. But is this a Bo Jackson shoe after he got hurt and then just never played in it? Is that why I don't remember seeing it? You think? When did he retire? I don't remember when he retired. That's a great question. Let's I feel like that would it. probably give us some more context behind it. Cause I mean, to be fair, I was, 
I don't want to show my age here, but I was two <laughs> when the shoot came out, so I don't have any fond memories of the NFL. But uh, I don't, I don't, I honestly, yeah, this is he retired the first in time. 1990. So, so this is one of those post. Well, this, I don't want to say that, but I have those post mortem career shoes, basically. Yeah. Uh, where I, yeah, I don't. I've never seen pictures of anybody wearing it that helps at all. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember it. It's still a dope shoe, but yeah, it's it's not really high up on my list. Um, but we are about to get into some that are near and dear to my heart with the, the Dion <laughs> line. So, um, and Dion's back coaching at at CU Boulder. So, look, um, this is the only year I can root for him. Only year because <laughs> yeah. he's going to the Big Twelve next year. You guys know what it's all about. My yep. team lost to Texas State. Bunch of idiots. Um, yep. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm rooting for Dion this year. Not and he's got his kids laced up in his shoes. First dope. of all, have you seen the, the bottoms they put on those things? They turn them like to like a comfy like React bottom, like lunar, you know yeah, lunar React or something. Yeah, take my two hundred dollars. I know that's what you're gonna charge me. Take my two hundred. Yeah. I'm gonna buy them. Yep. I mean, that's that that could be applied to so many shoes on this list. We're gonna run through, right? Like, true. Update the tech and make it comfortable and and soft and cushiony like the stuff that we have access to now you sold Oof. me I'm yeah broke. <laughs> like the original diamond turf probably top 10 shoe for me all time in just about any colorway i absolutely yeah. love the shoe and it is all these shoes are just tanks like wearing these zoom trainers today the the um zoom turfs today it's like yo i feel like I feel like this is how like Hoffa got dumped in the East river, you know, like <laughs> the they just put him in a pair of like old trainers and dropped them. <laughs> They're so heavy. It's ridiculous. Because everything like, else that we wear now is so nice and like light and comfortable and just, yeah. Are we weak? Is that, do I need to do like, do I need to start yeah, doing wind sprints? Is this me getting old? <laughs> like, I need to start doing wind sprints in these Emmett Smiths and like see if I get my legs stronger because I shouldn't be complaining if they, they performed at the high level in these. That's your that's your next video, man. Does you know, it, does it perform it. on the football field? <laughs> I, I thought about it, and I'm like, look, guys, I'm forewarning. I never played football. My routes would be a little shaky, but we can make it happen. <laughs> yeah, man. These are all definitely uh, – it was just a different time, right? But uh, Oh, yeah. Can't, I can't complain. I put myself – It's it's like, you know – it's one of those things where it might not be worth it every day, but f- once in a while it's worth it for me. Oh Just yeah. Suck it up. And, 100%. And deal with it. Yep. Uh, so air diamond turf Two, another iconic shoe. Yeah. Beautiful. I don't know, shoe. If, if you guys are, have been into sneakers for long enough, you probably know the name G rock and the shoe game. G rock is like the king of trainers like this. He, I think probably either has owned or does own, like every single one. I always see him talking about him and rocking him. So these shoes always make me think of him. But uh Let's man, see. Dion has some heat, man. Like it, man. DT Max. So they finally were like, let's give Dion some some like good size cushioning. That's what he's been wearing up at Colorado. I'm really curious what it's what it what that's gonna feel like compared to uh the new the new you know the updated version. It's, it's basically like a, the Dion Protro, right? I hope they released that. I'm really like, I'm stuck on that now because I saw like I saw him in a picture of a locker room with the white. Was it the black white we're looking at here? With, with, they put more gold on it for Colorado than they had the white variant. Yeah. I'm like, look, man. Again, I'm not a Colorado <laughs> fan, but I'm, I know a nice shoe when I see one. And yep. It made me literally. So my brother, my younger, my youngest brother, 
we and him were the same size. So if I'm not wearing something for a while, I just give it to him. Like no one has good shape. He has my San Francisco uh, uh, Diamond Turf too. He doesn't wear. He's just like, hey, I'll bring them back if you ever want. I'm like, I'm gonna take you up on that now. I'm, I'm now <laughs> look at the picture again. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna yep. get them back. <laughs> yep. Yeah, man. He's in his closet right now. I'm like, if you're not wearing them, I'm gonna take them because. Dion's making a comeback and he just reinvigorated my love for his, his shoe line. Yep. All right. So the diamond turf four, this is where me and Dion parted ways because he went cowboy to the Cowboys, even though he got a big, an, another big bubble and like the shoe looks super dope, had to mid midfoot strap. It also got a little chunky. I was not really like too crazy about it, but the one thing I do remember about this shoe when I, when I saw it, in the stores back then is like the lacing was like the same style as the Jordan 11 with that, like quick lace quick like lace, yeah. things, um, eyelets. And I don't know why, like that always stood out to me, even though like it's kind of buried in the shoe when you look at it nowadays, it's not something you would see in turf trainers because they can get ripped off. I mean, even when I look at yeah. the famous Smith, that has that same quick lacing system because they really look like they based this off the question a lot. But it's weird yeah. to see it in a in a turf because someone steps on it, it can still it's not Kevlar, it's gonna rip. Yep. Yep. All right, so the Diamond Turf five, another Cowboys shoe for Dion. This one came out in ninety-eight. This was uh this was kind of when the, the Nike uh football or training line kind of went towards like the the Jerome Bettis sized everything yeah. style. So you had like probably on this list but the ubiquitous max and the bull trainer and all these like chunky chunky shoes bull um, trainers next actually oh bull <laughs> trainer that's a little bit before but it's it's one of those shoes that makes me think of it um just because like all those yeah. guys i think bettis what so bettis is on the steelers yeah rod woodson was on the steelers at that mm -hmm. time or around that time yep remember seeing that like him kneeling next to his helmet in those um yeah, this was like this was like full on like I was invested in any professional athlete that is wearing a sneaker on on TV. <laughs> like we would watch sports to see what sneakers were being worn at that time. So, oh yeah, but um, oh yeah. Next one is uh, honestly might be equal to or better than any of the Diamond Turfs, the Nike Air Mission Junior Seah, rest in peace. Mm -hmm. That shoe was everywhere. There were so many good team colors of that shoe back in the day. <laughs> See, that's like the next one. So I didn't have like, I don't remember too much of the mission. I remember seeing it kind of here and there in like East Bay and stuff like that. Um, but the Airveer, how many oh. different colorways did they have? White base or black base with every color of the rainbow to go with that, yep. like the strap. I'm like, how many did they make? It is crazy. Yeah. Tons of them, man. Tons of them. And the crazy part is this is also when Nike was trying to do, you know, like East Bay had all the team colors for everything too. Mm -hmm. And then Nike was also trying to do, what was the, uh, what was the shoe that just retroed on the basketball side that had the straps? Oh crap. Uh, it's the one I did the, the Unambush one. Uh, I'm drawing a blank on it right wow, now. Wow. I didn't know. I just saw it on sale too. I thought about buying it. Um, oh my God. Hold on. Wow. Yeah. We're, we're going to figure this out. Cause now I feel like I should get my sneakerhead card taken away. Uh, Ambush Nike. I feel God. I can't think of it at all, man. Adjust force. Oh, adjust force. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why force. Have to, look, all right. We, we may have to just edit that out because I don't want anybody coming for us. 
<laughs> we know what we're talking about. We just we're human. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, at the same time though, on the basketball side, they're doing the adjust force and those kind of things. So they're trying to do interchangeable things yeah. because they already see that, like you know, they've got to just get the colors out there for kids mm-hmm. to buy for their teams. And this is back when you could probably. I mean, I can't remember for sure, but I think like I think like the Veer and maybe maybe the mission were like actually customizable on East Bay where you could get like oh, your, your name embroidered on it or a number embroidered on it. Like I know nice. a lot of the basketball shoes back then had that option, right? Like people yeah. have, you know, a lot of like old Reeboks and, and Nikes that had that option from East Bay. Um, all right. So next one, we got a air speed turf max. Yep. This is probably most famous for Dan Marino and the dolphins colorway. But uh, I personally, I mean, it's a beautiful colorway. The Dolphins color scheme is one of my favorites. Always nice, but, uh, yeah. Um, I do, uh, I do own a Miami Dolphins jersey, which I will not talk about on this episode because maybe that person will be on the podcast in the future. Oh, but uh, it's a, a sneaker, a sneaker guy for sure. But uh, I definitely have the uh, 49ers version of this somewhere in the stash <laughs> in the in, in the archives. Yeah. Uh, oh, next up, the Air Barrage. The biggest this shoe is, on earth. Yeah, tank. Like Straight up tank. You feel no pain in this. Like, who wore this? Marshall Falk. Okay. Marshall Falk, yep. Okay, yep. and I thought some of these other shoes were huge. This, good lord, how are you running in this? Yeah. So <laughs> that makes me think, I, I actually have another shoe that might not be on this list. We'll get, we'll get through more of this list first before I jump to it, but... uh. Another Colts player also had a signature shoe for a couple of years with Reebok. But uh, next one on this list is the Barry Sanders Zoom Turf, which in the Lions colors, chef's kiss, man. Yeah, it's really nice. Freaking beautiful shoe. Um, 96, you know, this is like, this is like that you can just really see like the design evolution of like, and and how everything in the, in the company was connected, right? Like, Add patent leather to that shoe, and you've got a lot of Jordan Eleven look to it, you know. Oh yeah, well, even the uh, oh my god, like it rem- almost reminds me of some of the Jason Kidd stuff too. Yeah, yep. Zoom like the design languages, light yeah. fives, yep. Yeah, definitely. Uh, next up, we got the Air Pro Streak Max. You might remember this one for yeah. one Reggie White. Uh, although, as sneaker heads, you probably remember Reggie White wearing Air Jordan Elevens. With a cheese head on his <laughs> dome. This was a 96, 97 shoe. Got a little bit bulkier. Got that uh, fake carbon fiber weave over the over the top. Big air bubble. Gotta get the carbon on there. Yeah, not my favorite design, but definitely one one that's memorable for sure. I mean, take that. Uh, take the strap off. You have a bulkier version of the uh, the Griffey Max Two. Yeah, a little bit. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got the Nike Air Zoom Jet Turf. This one retroed uh, a few years back. Brett Favre yeah. and Barry Sanders wore it back in the day. Zoom Air, big old Zoom Air pod on the side. Like you said, it's like the Zoom Flight 95, right? Or yep. the Zoom Flight, uh, <laughs> the kid, what is it, Zoom? What is that? Yeah, the Zoom 95? Is it the Flight? No, the Flight 95 has the pods. Oh, it's, it's oh the, yeah. Uh, so. The Zoom Flight Five, yeah, is the Jason next one. Kid yeah, shoe. yeah. Look, there's a lot of names. <laughs> so many of them, man. Ninety-seven though. Um, the follow-up to the original Zoom Turf model. So 
I'm going to, I'm going to throw a curveball here. There's actually another shoe, which I do not have access to, but I do own. And if I can find it before I <laughs> get this, this episode published, maybe I'll get a picture up of it. But the uh, super zoom was a shoe from this era too, that I think kind of fit in between oh, the, okay. the, the first zoom turf and this one, but mm-hmm. I could be wrong. It could be a different order, but it's definitely not on this list. It's a really cool looking shoe. It was another shoe that like um, the reason why I got into it was because Michael Schumacher had a version of it when he was a Nike athlete in formula one. So, all right, switching up, we got Adidas. It's the, the key trainer. EQT. Oh yeah. I, I never seen this shoe before until I was looking through this list earlier and Adidas, if you can hear me, you need to retro this. This thing looks slick. Oh yeah. This is a good, this is a feet you wear football shoe for Keyshawn. Yeah, Johnson. It's, it's, it's a, yeah. it's a crazy eight for football. Yep. I, yeah, I like they, this a lot. I think they retroed this maybe about 10 years ago now. Dang, well, I missed it, but it was, it, it wasn't, you know, it's funny is like, and this happens to a lot of these shoes, but like a lot of them aren't popular when they get retro. I mean, yeah. look, I just picked up Auburn SC trainers for 40 nice. bucks at, at, you know, Ross or Marshall's or whatever. It's pretty crazy. But like, I think a lot of this stuff is just trends too. Like we haven't had a trend where people want that bulky shoe for a while. It's been yeah. so dunk and Samba and like Jordan's Jordan one specifically. Even. Bring these suckers back. Cause I, I, dude, yeah. I really like the shoe. It's like, it's low profile. I, yeah all right <laughs> found something i need but i'm not going by yeah. on you baker someone's gonna knock me over here with it probably <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a sweet shoe though um all right another one that is uh near and dear to my heart the ubiquitous ubiquitous max don't name this <laughs> who, who i don't know that? but this is a, a jerry rice shoe from 97 97 98 i think um has that 97 full, bottom air max, yeah, 97, air max bottom 97 bottom on it pretty dope Pretty Those crazy shoe for for football. Yeah, it doesn't look like a shoe that Jerry Rice would actually wear. No, I see him opinion. wear something slick, like a little little sleeker, a little like that. Yeah, I mean, again, but there's a '90s, so everything was like freaking huge when it came to shoes. So, yep. All right, next up, this is all you, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, the ES22, freaking another. I don't understand how Emmitt Smith just wore this chunky monster. Uh, you know, it, well, the well, picture we're looking at is going to be the 2012 with the gum bottom, but originally. Uh, this had a translucent, a lot of it was translucent stuff for, I think, the middle pod. Uh, so, I mean, everything else looks pretty dang similar. I mean, this thing is honestly a Reebok question for the turf, if you look at it. Same design yep. language. Had, of course, back then the hex light was chunkier, a little bit uh, more cushioned than it is now. But it's a cool shoe. Like, I'm not a Cowboys fan whatsoever, but I can appreciate the shoe. Actually, it's really nice. I like it. Yep. Yep, me too. Uh, next up, we got the Total Air Bus Max. This is the drone bed shoe I was talking actual about. Bus. This is the actual bus. Yeah, but to give credit, they had like the biggest air bubble ever seen on a shoe at that time, it seemed like, because it was like taking the Air Max 97 outsole and just overfilling it. So it yeah. stuck out the sides of the shoe, basically. She but again, like you look at this shoe and you can see all the other things that were happening at that time, right? Like you can kind of see a little bit of you know, like the, uh, like the zoom flight 90, what is new zoom flight? 96, 97, something like that it has that like kind of same swoosh on the back. Yeah. Obviously the, the kind of 
the tie for football shoes with Nike was always the kind of mid toe section that yeah. came, came together always kind of consistently, but yeah. this shoe is a monster. And to your point, like, you know, like you mentioned the Griffey line, I have like the Griffey, what is it? The GD max, something like that. Very yeah. similar to this shoe, right? Like it's mm-hmm. just a, a, a little bit slimmer version of this shoe. Um, probably came out the year before. So it's a, you know, this just kind of bulked up one more time, but yeah, it's pretty crazy how connected you can kind of see all these designs are. Yeah. And that shape, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's around the same time the Nomo came out, right? Uh, yeah. 97, I think was a Nomo. Yep. Yeah. Just that, you said big bubbles, like just a yep. general shape, not necessarily design labels, but that shape kind of reminds me of the same thing. Yeah. Yep. Next one kind of is like turning the corner on some of the design stuff, but also still some Griffey vibes with the, uh, mm-hmm. the Air Max Field General. This was a Cordell Stewart shoe for uh, 98, which was like kind of the um, this kind of like transitioned the design language from old school into like the Mike Vick era, in my opinion. Right. Like you started yeah. to see like, oh, kind of like when you look at basketball shoes and you, and you think of like late nineties, early two thousands, when you start going into foams and all of that, like posit type stuff and flight posit and all those, like, Hey, they're, they're expanding and trying some really crazy new things. This was the start of that. I think, I think this one was super dope. I I mean, I can't imagine this would be a shoe that gets retroed, but it honestly would be a shoe that I would probably pick up if it did get retro, just because it is a really good looking shoe. Yeah. I'm sure you like materials wise, they can just tweak it a little bit. They just need to pro everything. Take Kobe's, like advice and just go approach everything so we can use it again. Yep. Yep. But I think, um, what do we got next? So I think, I mean, I, we don't want to drown on too long on our list here. So I think a good way to tie it up for us this evening is going to be our couple Jordans when we have good old Randy Moss, you know, with his Jordan super freak. I remember these, like, I remember these like in store, like set, like, cause this is really like when team Jordan really started, um, I never owned any of them, but I just, I just had this weird vivid memory of them sitting on shelves, like in foot action, whatever, you know, foot locker, whatever stores we had. And when I was a kid and that one, and then of course the, uh, Jordan mossified, um, just, I think all those probably things that a lot of people talk, talk about sneakers won't talk about, but it's really a big deal because he was the first person to have his own Jordan sneaker on, on a turf or on the field. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Did you have yeah, these? I think no, I never got these. Um I did I did like the first version especially but yeah, just never came across them. I know like um the other one on there is the Donovan Donovan McNabb um the trifecta, trifecta which is like yeah. kind of the evolution of the two of those. Mm-hmm. I think there I think it was interesting cuz like Jordan Brand didn't have like a a presence on the field that much back then. Now we see all sorts of retros and you know everybody Ones. has a Jordan. 12. <laughs> yeah. And everybody's got the custom cleats. Everybody's yeah. got their own PEs. They make PEs for the teams, all the craziness. But it's kind of interesting because it is crazy how much the Randy Moss shoes, like, just they somehow, like, outlept the everything, right? Like, they yeah. somehow made it from football to, like, Foot Locker and East Bay as a Jordan shoe that, like, no other, you know, I don't think any other especially that first one, right? The super yeah. freak, like, and I know they retroed it a few years back, but so it might be a little just of recent memory syndrome for me, but 
Um, it's just crazy how much that shoe transcended the sport and kind of became an off the field thing that I remember seeing people wear. Yeah. And I don't know what, I mean, it looks like you can hoop in that shoe as well. Cause I know like they have a normal yeah. rubber bottom when you buy it. So it definitely doubles as a, as a basketball <laughs> sneaker. And at that time, that's when, well, what, he, he's, did he come back? What year did Jordan come back again? Was it 2000? 2001? Yeah, something like that. But this kind of filled that void. I mean, you have Randy Moss, just a yeah. freak athlete on the field. I mean, kind of go with the name of the shoe. Um, and, I mean, and he played basketball. He played basketball. He played high school ball with Jason Williams. So. Yeah. So it's one of those things. It's like he had the personality, the athleticism to really make that uh, popular sneaker, even though it wasn't necessarily tied to Mike directly. Yeah. Yep. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so I'm going to run through a few of them just because we're going to run out of time if we go through the whole list. But <laughs> obviously, the Mike Vick line has its own look and feel. Yeah. I mean, I think this is like a love-hate. The whole line is a love-hate relationship. Like, if you were into these shoes all the way through, the Zoom Vic, the Vic 2, the 3, the 4, like, they were just like next level dope or they were just like way too over the top for yeah, you at that you time. Yeah, the, there's no in-between on those. Yep. That brought us up to 2006, according to this list, which then gets you into shoes like the uh, Ladanian Tomlinson Air Max LT 21, mm -hmm. which kind of like very representative of 2008 in sneakers where <laughs> like you think of the hyper hyper dunks and that kind of stuff. A lot of team shoes. And it looks like they just like made a team shoe for football and yeah. then threw his Chargers logo and, you know, numbers on it. Um the other um, thing that I was going to say about this list that we missed going back to 2001, I don't have them on me right now, but I do have a pair. I was telling Mike, I do have a pair oh, yeah. of uh, answer Four turf shoes that were made. I think they made a handful of colorways, a handful of cleats and turf shoes back then, um, which were pretty sure were available in the East Bay catalog. So um, the pair I have is like the, you know, kind of just the red, red and white pair, but uh, just a cool thing to see and have. Cause I, I know they didn't produce a ton of them because obviously, you know, they're not going to sell a lot of, a lot of those, but it was cool to see all the companies kind of being more experimental back then, you know, like mm -hmm. even putting feet you wear, like Adidas putting feet you wear on the Keyshawn trainer is like, so you know, yeah, it's just a crazy thing to do. And when you look at like the evolution of Adidas, you know, like the Reggie Bush shoe in 2011 looks like a straight up like weightlifting shoe. You know, it wasn't yeah. it looked like a. it kind of looks like the the uh, Gilbert shoes of that time. But like mm, it's such even, a boring yeah. shoe from from, you know, it's, there's no risk involved in it. Right. It was just like, let's just get him on the field in the shoe, which yeah. disappointing because I'd rather see all these brands being super competitive. And I think when you look at that shoe in 2011 versus the zoom Revis coming out in 2012 night and day difference, right? It's like, yeah, if you're, a, if you're like, for me, if I'm looking at those two shoes on the shelf, I'm not even thinking about the Reggie Bush shoe. Yeah. There's I'm nothing right against like, one. you know, whoever made that shoe or the team that works on it, but like, it feels so dated compared mm -hmm. to the Revis shoe that came out, you know, nine months later that, well, this is the How time when people were moving away. Yeah, they were moving away from the, you know, the on-field, you know, shoes, yeah. especially the signature. They're going more in the gym. That's where they, it went from, I want to be like them on the field, to I want to be like them in the gym. Because it's more in that fitness segment. So things like the Revis were more seen more in the gym or more in the casual. 
or you look at the next one, the uh, uh, Calvin Johnson's. I mean, he had cleat versions of his shoes, but these were all considered trainers now as opposed to turf or field sneakers. Uh, because again, they've taken a lot of the turf is starting to be pushed out for actual grass at this point. Yep. Yeah. And then that kind of gets us into the, uh, the RG three stuff from Adidas where they finally brought boost back into it. I thought these designs were actually pretty dope. Obviously he had plenty of struggles on the field. So I, I, you know, you can't blame, uh, Adidas a hundred percent on that. Cause like, if you don't have a guy out there pushing the product, it's it's tough to sell a a performance shoe, but. Man, that shoe when it first came out, I was I was really stoked on because it's a good looking thought, shoe. Yeah, it, it looked like it looked like they did it the right way, and you know, unfortunately, he just had what maybe it, a handful of years in the league, if even he that. Had, uh, I think five, five total. Yeah, he was not too long ago before he went to ESPN. He was a uh, uh, backup for the Ravens behind Lamar, uh, which oh, he actually yeah, won yeah. the game he played in. Um, I'm biased. I've always been a fan because I was there. Like so, my freshman year at Baylor is when we sucked. My sophomore year is when he came in. Well, you know, the rest is history yeah. at that point. But he just his knees, man. He just he had too many blown ACLs. I mean, you can only do so much when you you get those fixed a couple of times. It's, they're not coming back. Yeah, man. Yep. Yeah, the so. Brandon Roy of football, right? Yeah, man. Like the biggest Basically. what if because. Yeah, I, I think if he's one of those people that I, I think he could have he could have possibly either got to one or maybe won one if not more, but he had the, he was like that, that running QB. I feel like, cause I guess Cam came in before him, right? Did he come in before? I, I think he remember. came in. A, Maybe after. I think he came in a little bit after. Maybe after. So I'll read says like, just kind of that, that bigger guy who can run. Like, I feel like he was probably one of the first yeah. guys in his recent, like they made it like, Oh my God, we want to draft people like that. And yep. that's what makes sense. You like put the boost, make it a light, uh, you know, prime knit sneaker. The, the design made sense. It just, like you said, he couldn't push it if he's not on the field. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Speaking of cam, the, the cam, uh, under armor, the first cam shoe I have the, uh, I don't know if you remember, like it was actually before the Jordan 28, but the Jordan 28 had the oh, roll yeah. down thing. He had like the, the cam shoe from under armor had the same thing like two years prior. Yeah. And I had, I still have that pair somewhere around too. And it's, it's just one of those shoes. I can't like, it's not worth anything. Right. But it's just such a weird shoe that I can't get rid of it. Yeah. But, uh, I remember this this list has the, has the, the C one in cam shoe from under armor in 2017, but I'm pretty sure, uh, he was what 2015, I think was the first shoe that came out from them with him before he got a, his official name on it. But yeah. Um, obviously there's tons of tons of, team shoes that we were kind of glossing over this list has the field general the zoom field general from nike which was a big shoe that was huge you know, for russell wilson drew Brees, aaron Rodgers, kaepernick yeah. andrew luck you know all those guys pretty much everybody wore it in like 2014 2015 yeah but um air cruise nike was like probably the best lifestyle nfl shoe that's ever been made <laughs> yeah man it was it was so like close, but it was like, and they even did all the good colors, you know, yeah. like the good shoe. It was very popular for the time it was out. Uh, yeah. It took the air trainer one bottom or no air trainer three bottom and put the upper on there. I mean, literally it was, it was, if you couldn't find it easy, you didn't want to spend thousands of dollars, go buy air cruise, which they weren't that hard. Or they weren't that easy to get at first. 
I remember they they sold out a lot. Yeah, they, they were hard to get. Yep, they did a lot of cool materials too. Like they and they obviously did like the the Timberland like wheats that yeah. had the like the quick lace at the top on uh-huh. it, and then they had like the uh, that like almost like ballistic woven. Mm-hmm. I think the blue one was that. Yeah, so there's a, there was the all like, blue one. There was the all red. Of course, you. I think you had the the Jets color one. Yeah. Oh, not Jets, a giant. Yeah. Sorry, forgive me, New Yorkers. I'm wrong team. Yeah, <laughs> uh, don't shoot me. <laughs> But yep. uh, yeah, no, he had probably I think probably the most memorable in recent history is the, the cruise. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's 2015. That gets us pretty pretty far along. JJ Watt actually had I think a couple of shoes with Reebok, four. right? Yeah, four. So yeah, um, that started in 2016, which is pretty crazy to think about. Man, that's a that's a pretty solid list. So yeah. a couple of things that that I would say about NFL shoes beyond that list. One. Anything we miss, definitely let hit us, us up and let us know because we're not going to remember everything. We're doing this off the cuff. We're not doing research ahead of time. We're just like, hey, let's run through this and talk about some NFL. Shit. <laughs> but the craziest part for me, and I don't know if I'm I mean, I'm, you all know that I'm really old anyway, but I think of NFL shoes. I think of like the companies like Eastport and. Like some of the I forget the other ones, but like. They made basically generic turf football shoes, and then they slapped like a team logo on it. Oh, dang. And it had like it had like the little flap in the front, you know, like the old like 80s, 90s, like, you know, cleats had yeah. a lace flap cover thing. I mean, that's what I think about when I think of football shoes still to this day, because so much of this stuff like went beyond like the sport itself. Mm hmm. But it's pretty crazy to how to like really look at these and see how far it's evolved from those days of like the NFL just throwing licensing out <laughs> to like whatever shoemaker they could get. You know, so I mean, like, Reebok had had years where they made all those crazy ones, too. And then obviously Nike got the contract and you could customize trainer SCs a few yeah. years back. So like there was just tons of that stuff. But it's pretty crazy to think here we go again with another season. What's going to happen this year? Yeah, I mean. No, spoiler alert, it looks like the Chiefs lost their first game. So don't worry, they'll still get to the Super Bowl some kind of way. They always do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Somehow, some way. <laughs> yeah, does Mahomes have a have a, a shoe? We need to consult with Rowett on this one. Where's Rowett at? No, he doesn't <laughs> have a shoe. I feel like he's got it. He's with Adidas, right? Yeah. He has a train. Oh, my God. Like... I feel like I've seen something, but I don't think it was his. No, he does have a shoe. Oh, the Mahomes one. Yeah, yeah I was okay. like, he does. I'm like, I'm feeling stupid right now. I can't remember what it looks like. I've, I've seen the advertisement, but. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It kind of, yeah. It kind of, it, so mean, it's, it's, it looks like an Adidas. I don't think. Is it his? Yeah, okay, it is. It's, okay, I didn't know if it was his or they just slapped the name on it, but it's the Impact Flex. Yeah. So, yeah, it looks like it's, yeah, it looks like that just Adidas gym shoes. I mean, that's what it is. Yeah, it kind of has like a a little bit of that uh, crazy BYW look to it. Just the peaks on it. Yeah, yeah, I was looking at that. Yeah, interesting. But I mean that that also goes to show, like, man, just missing the mark. Yep. That people don't know this is. I mean, we don't know that this is out. Maybe we're not diehard football fans, or uh, yeah, I'm not. Rowett's gonna <laughs> Rowett's gonna come back and be like, "What did you guys yeah, say?" Yeah, Rowett's gonna shun us for a week. He's. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys just destroy this? 
Oh, man. Hey, man. Well, it was good to catch up. Good yeah, to dude. talk through these. I'm definitely interested in seeing what everybody has to say, whether you're watching or listening. Yeah. Um, or if you're in the Discord, you know, like, let's 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 talk it up. I'm I'm 100 percent forgetting a bunch of stuff. We're kind of throwing the Jordan cleat one category of this into this, one category. Yeah, there's so many of them. Because we could talk about all those, and we probably have and will on another episode again down you know the road. We need to but, we need to get Mosh back to talk about yeah. stuff he customizes when he's he seems like the crazy team. stuff. Because yeah. he does some crazy stuff out there. Yeah, definitely. But uh, <laughs> all right, man. Well, let everybody know. I know you're popping off over there on YouTube. You got to tell them how to get you, get to you over there. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm like I like to tell people I'm I'm trying to be underground rapper famous at this point. That's a <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I mean, you can find me on YouTube at just Mike Guillory. So just, just look at this smiling face all the time. Uh, but you always find me here in sneaker history on Instagram and the socials at Matt watcher seven, eight, nine. So that's where I'll be. Cool. Cool. You can find me at Nick Engvall on all the platforms, more importantly at sneaker history everywhere. Uh, make sure you are in the discord. If you're not ton of good people in there, great place to hang out and talk kicks. Uh, it'll be the first link in the description, wherever you're watching or listening to this. And, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to the season. Let us know who. I think you missed the. Uh, I think we already missed the cutoff for the fantasy league in the in the Discord. But uh, you you might be able to get a, a late jump in there if you act quickly. Just beg. I don't sure. know who's over. Just beg them and give them twenty bucks. Let me let you in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, we'll catch you all on the next one. Thanks for rocking with us. Peace. See it. Hey, hey, Nick here again. Before you take off, I want to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. Be sure to hop into our Discord to answer this episode's The Last Shot question and get to know our community of sneaker enthusiasts. If you'd like more insights on the trending topics in the sneaker world, I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com newsletter. And last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. You never know how far a simple compliment can take you, and we all know how good it feels to be on the receiving end of some appreciation. Thank you for all the support, and we will catch you on the next episode. Peace.